You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Everyone has qualities within themselves that either haven't been uncovered or they're not aware of, but we all hold these qualities. And so doing this experience of a photo shoot can really pull those out. And then you've got this image and or images that reflect these qualities. And you're like, damn, <laughs> you know, like that, that's me. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real-life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. My guest this week on the Portrait System podcast is Stephanie Evans. Stephanie has been a photographer for 20 years, but she burned herself out with being shoot and burn until she found the Portrait System a few years ago. Stephanie raised her sales average from $300 to $3,500, and she says she went from grinding away to finding so much joy in what she does again. She tells us about her Women with Vision campaign and how she incorporates corporate shoots into her business, as well as how she includes a clothing stylist and makeup and hair artist into her client experience. I am so excited to introduce you to Stephanie Evans. Let's get started. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome to The Portrait System. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Nikki, for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here. It's really beautiful behind you. Are you in your studio? I am. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. For people listening, uh, just like on podcast format or whatever, we do have clips of this on YouTube and most of our interviews, too. So if you want to see Stephanie's studio behind her, you can see that on YouTube. It's it's like very white Wall, like white walls, super tall ceilings, lots of gorgeous artwork on the walls. So, thank you. Portraits, portrait artwork. <laughs> All right, Stephanie, tell everyone where you live and how long you have been a photographer for. So, I am in, I live in Cranston, Rhode Island, but that's super close to Providence, which is the big city in our state. Okay. And I've been a photographer for about tw- more than 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is not your first rodeo. Like you've been, you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. I studied economics in college and then was like, what am I going to do with that? And I took a photo class my senior year of college and I thought, oh my God, this is, I found it. I finally figured it out my senior year oh, of college. No 
Yeah. And so then after I graduated, I went to photojournalism school in San Francisco and I sat in my first class and my, I had, you know, goosebumps on my arm because I was just like, oh my God, I figured it out. This is, I'm so jazzed to mm-hmm. be able to sit in this class. And I, and I went on and did editorial work for a long time and dabbled in different types of photography. And then was it five or six years ago in 2017, I found Sue Bryce and then I started doing this portrait work and it just all sort of came together and made sense for me. It was telling people stories, but doing portrait work and working with people. Mm -hmm. And so this is where I've landed. Okay. This is interesting because, you know, we hear that. We hear stories of people who did photography for a long time, but they either weren't making enough money, they were burning out, they weren't like finding the joy in it. Mm -hmm. And then they find a, a business model that really works for them. And, you know, obviously because we are the portrait system and, you know, powered by like Sue Bryce education, all of that, a lot of times people say it's because of what that education they found. Mm-hmm. But if you could kind of give us a difference, just like sum up the difference between when you were a photographer before versus now, and we're going to get into the details of all of it, but just like a little snapshot of what it was like before and what changed to make things better. Yeah. So I think before I was, I was sort of grasping at all different things, right? I was like doing weddings and I was doing editorial newspaper Mm. work and some portrait work, but I wasn't, I hadn't figured it out. And also you're right. Like I hadn't figured out how to price myself and how to value myself in a way. And so when I did find Sue and her business model, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to learn the business of photography and she's mm-hmm. going to teach me all the other things. And I just, I, it's like I went back to school at night. I would sit on the computer and take her classes and it just all felt like it was landing into place and then I yeah. could move forward and really be successful. And it was mm. so powerful for me. I love that. Did you find you were like, did your sales average go up and were you bringing in more clients or, you know, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It went from, you know, nothing to barely making anything to just really having profit. And also I think during the time when I was doing all these different types of photography and trying to figure out what, what, fit for me. I was, I also had two small children. And so Mm -hmm. I was doing it all right. I was trying to work and raise small children, Mm -hmm. which, you know, (laughs) is very hard. And so now my kids are older, they're 14 and 12. They are very self-sufficient. And now I can sort of really focus on my business and, and, Mm -hmm. and I just feel much more focused with all of it. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, you're not alone in that. I think you're an extraordinary photographer. Your work Thank is very you. beautiful. Thank you. And there are a lot of photographers out there who have work that is very beautiful. You know, amazing photographers, but don't know how to price themselves. Maybe haven't found the value in what they do, or at least aren't uh, valuing their time. Mm-hmm. You know, the time, the money, and all of that. And you can be the best photographer in the world, but if you don't have a focus or, you know, a plan, especially when it comes to pricing and selling and all of that, it doesn't matter how good you are, you know? It's like, yeah. Right. It's crazy. Okay. So let's back up a little bit. So five to six years ago, you said you were just dabbling in a little bit of everything. And then you decided like, it was time to focus. You found Sue, portrait system education, all of that. What 
kind of changes did you make? So like, take us through that. Well, I think first and foremost, I, I was pricing differently. I just, I was not, I remember. Yeah. I was going to say, do you remember <laughs> what you were doing before? Like I was doing $75 shoot and burn. Or then I remember getting up to like $400 for all the digitals, like a hundred digitals yeah. or whatever. And then that was kind of it. And then I didn't really make any money, any money. Yeah. Oh, I remember those days. <laughs> So yeah, I was doing the same, about 300 an hour and you get all the digitals and working yeah. really hard and, you know, and I also feel like I didn't understand, okay, you need to save a certain amount for taxes and you need to mm-hmm. save a certain amount for your business. Like I wasn't putting my money into those funnels, so I was spending it all. Yeah. Well, and hearing you say like 300 an hour, if you heard someone say like, you make $300 an hour, but that's just like your shooting time. Yeah. That doesn't include all of the editing time, all of the client interactions, you know, everything from even just like culling the photos and getting things uploaded, your travel to and from wherever you're shooting. I mean, I, I remember doing an exercise. And if, if you're out there listening, you haven't done something like this yet, track the amount of time that you're spending. And if you are doing like a shoot and burn, even if it's like five, six, seven hundred dollars and that feels like a lot to you, break down the amount. Like, first of all, take out your expenses website fees, if you have like retouching fee or account accountant fees, um, gallery fees, all of the things. If you do prints, take all of that out, take what you have left, then take 30% off for tax. You know, think about like business insurance, all of it, and how much you have left and divide it by how many hours you spent. And it's kind of sickening. Yeah. Well, and then you think about studio costs and I have a team and all that, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, and I think I think a lot of people who are listening probably are, I think some people are, but a lot of people probably aren't at that point yet where they have the team in the studio or whatever. When you add that on top of it, like you have to charge even more. Like if you ever want all of those things, you really have to get in that mindset of charging enough to sustain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even without the team and all of that, charging three to $700 for a shoot, after you take out all the other expenses that I mentioned you have to do so many shoots in order to like earn a living wage. And I mean, I guess it depends on where you live, but I mean, you have to do a lot of shoots. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So you were, you know, at around $300 for a shoot. And then did you just like all of a sudden raise your prices or was it a, was it a process? Yeah, I did. I started low, lower than I am now. Where where I felt comfortable, like okay, I think I can charge this much, you know. <laughs> and then and then you get a couple people that that take you up on it, and then they're happy with their images, and you're like, oh, okay, this this you know, it's like a process. It's all it's uh-huh. all a little process. Everything's a learning opportunity, you know. Yeah. And so I just built, you know, kept growing that each year till and you know now I'm at a place where I feel like I could charge a little bit more but I'm happy I want to stay in a place Mm -hmm. where I can be affordable for certain clients uh so yeah I feel happy where I'm at now so you were at $300 a shoot where are you at now so my session fee right now is $950 $950 yeah so that's I mean that's just for the session fee yeah yeah okay that's a big jump I have a team and um you know, I have a wardrobe stylist that works with my clients and a professional hair and makeup. And okay. so, um, and then my collections, I have three collections. So 10, 20, and 30 images. 10 is 2,500 
20 images is uh, 4,000 and 30 images is 5,250. Wow. So yeah. you went from charging just $300 for a bunch of digitals to now packages starting at $2,500 plus the session fee of $950. So people are coming in spending no less than $3,500 when you used to charge $300. Correct. Yeah. That's pretty significant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I know you have more overhead now, of course, because you mm-hmm. said you have the styling uh, consultant, which is amazing. You have your mm-hmm. studio hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. So do you know your numbers? Like, let's say someone purchases your middle package. Mm-hmm. Do you know what your take-home is per shoot? I do, but I don't have it with me right now. <laughs> okay, that's okay if you don't. It's on a piece of paper somewhere. Um, but is it more than like the 300? Oh, yeah, for There's, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Otherwise, I'd be like, we need to talk about your expenses. <laughs> and I have a retoucher. Um, so I'd say if it's a $4,000 package plus the session fee, that's almost $5,000. Mm-hmm. i would say I take home is probably like, you know, not including taxes and all that stuff. So $3,000, $3,200 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Very incredible. Yeah. All right. Tell people, Stephanie, what like what type of shoots are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then we'll get into your package and what's included because I know you also include prints too, but we'll talk about that in a second. Tell us uh, what type of shoots are you doing and are you only doing in studio? Do you ever go on location or outdoors? All okay. that good stuff. Yeah. So most of my clients are coming to me for personal branding. Either they're going through a transition in their life or they're starting something new. And that could look like, you know, an ER doc is starting a lifestyle coaching company or they're, you know, going out on their own. It's a lawyer and she's starting her own business. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, That's most of what my clients are coming to, to me for. I also do personal portrait portraiture and I'm on my second round of my 40 over 40, which I'm calling women with vision, which is really exciting. And then, um, I just started offering this corporate experience packages for companies and organizations, which I'm super excited about. Nice. I actually saw that page on your website when I was doing my research And I really love that page. Your whole website is done very beautifully. Thank you. Like it looks luxury, but it also has that sort of um, classic kind of timeless feel to it. So you did a really nice job on it. Thank you. Yeah. And I was interested in the corporate experience because we don't don't talk a whole lot about corporate, Mm -hmm. you know, on this. And I know, uh, so there's personal branding, there's corporate. And I know with with mine, it's it's different. The way that I charge and... um, just kind of attack each one, depending attack. Okay, not really attack, but you know what I mean, how I approach each shoot. So like, for example, I just photographed a team of 10 people. I went to their office. Like, I'm going to price that differently than if I have one person, like you said, who needs personal branding for a new business or whatever. To me, I I do those things a little bit different. I'm curious if you price things different for your corporate experience and what that entails versus personal branding. For sure. Yeah. I mean, if it's on location, there's going to be an on location fee. If Mm -hmm. I'm bringing in an assistant, there's going to be that. So I'm incorporating all that. I'm starting sort of at like $6.95 a person, but it depends Mm -hmm. on the company and, you know, all that stuff. Um, If it's three days versus one day, then if it's three Mm -hmm. days, I'm going to come back down a little bit, right? Because I'm going to be ultimately, you know, having more profit from doing these three days than just one day. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing with corporate. Like, it's not so cut and dry. Like, if one person comes to my studio, I know what the packages are. I know how many people I'm photographing. I know I need to book in hair and makeup for one person. I know how long it's going to take me, how many images I'm going to retouch. Like, it's very straightforward. But mm -hmm. with corporate, it can range. Like, there was this one, uh, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, but there was this one job that I did where it was like a $40,000 job, but it entailed me traveling to, I think it was five different locations mm -hmm. in the United States and photographing 12 people. Wow. And on top of it, you know, my profit, they paid for my travel and, and all of that. Like, it can just vary so wild, wildly, like with what they need. And uh, yeah, so like, how do you, how do you decide? How do you decide what to do? Yeah, I start with those base things, you know, location, how many people, how many mm -hmm. days are we going to be shooting? Uh, you know, I always have my hair, makeup artist and wardrobe stylist. That's a big part of it. And I think a big part of what, draws people to hire me for them. It's, it's very, it's a very unique experience. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very great way to empower your team and to make them feel lifted up and it's a bonding experience. Yeah. So yeah, all those, those first factors go into play, right? And then is it yeah. a larger company and they have a bigger budget or is it a tiny company and they have a small budget? So I try mm -hmm. to really stay true to my pricing, but also work mm -hmm. within what what the company can do. Yeah. Sometimes it's tricky because you're just like, you kind of want to know, like, so what is your budget? <laughs> like, how much do you really have to spend? I just, I just bid a job. I just finished it actually not too long ago. And she said yes a little quickly. And I was like, damn, you know, like, I wish I want to bump that one up a little bit. And, and I made, I made great money doing it, but it's like, you never know with corporate companies. Because oftentimes in Q4 or like at, at the end of a quarter, they still have money to spend. And if they don't spend it, that money goes away. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, I've gotten it down to a science now, but there are times with corporate where, oh gosh, you just never know what someone is bidding. No. And you never know where you fall on the spectrum of am I, are they going to think I'm expensive or not? Totally. But saying all of that, I always have to remind myself of this too. It really doesn't matter what other people are charging. And I might be the most expensive one, but if I'm if they know based on whether it's just seeing my website or talking to other people who have photographed, you know, done photo shoots with me or whatever, mm -hmm. that service, that quality of photos, that connection you make with people, even if you are the most expensive, if you've got that reputation, sometimes it doesn't really matter. True. Yeah. yeah. And I've definitely lost jobs because I have bid too high and mm -hmm. another learning yeah, opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Which I, I feel like that's okay too, because when I bid something, I'm not like, yes, I, I want to make money for sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at like, this is what I need to make it worth it for me, you know? And then I'll go a little bit over that. Yep. And again, so much of this comes down to doing your numbers. And I know I harp on this all the time, mm -hmm. but like using that pricing calculator, the one we have on the portrait system, have you used it? Have you tried it? Yes, yes, yes. It's great. Yeah. It's very eye-opening. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. I mean, that's the last time I raised my prices was because I was like looking at my numbers and talking to my accountant and being like, oh, 
oh, <laughs> that's only bringing hope after all that. You know, it really, it's so important to look at those daily if you can, and if not mm-hmm. monthly and, and have a, you know, understanding of, okay, this is my profit and this is my expenses. And can I bring mm-hmm. down my expenses? Like last year, I really worked on bringing down expenses and my accountant was like, good job, Steph. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it and it's so important. And I didn't look at that for years. I was, mm-hmm. I just wasn't aware of it or I didn't think about it, but it's mm-hmm. essential to creating a successful business. Yeah. It's so true. You know, when I first started and got my first studio, it was $1,100 a month. Mm-hmm. And I don't even pay that now. <laughs> like I pay <laughs> way less than that now because I do a studio share. Yeah. But I remember having to go through the same exercise where my expenses were just too high. Like I was like, I am bringing in a shit ton of money and I feel like my bank account is not reflecting that. Like yeah. what is going on? And I went through the same exercise And that was when I decided I was going to share my studio space with a makeup artist. I had gotten a new studio at that point. Mm -hmm. And that cut my costs in half. And that was significant. And and, yeah. And now I'm at a point where I know I've mentioned before, sorry, listeners, if you hear this over and over again, but that I do do the studio share now because it's lower overhead. I don't have to manage it, clean it. I mean, I clean up after myself, but I don't have to... um, be in charge of it. And for me and where I'm at in my life and my career, that feels really good. Like I can just go into that studio three or four times a month. I can pay my, you know, my monthly little couple hundred dollar fee and I'm good to go. Where there was a time in my career where I needed, aside from sharing with my makeup artist, I had to have full access to that studio because I was doing, you know, 10, 12 shoots a month. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's really important for everyone to look at where they're at and then 100% cutting those expenses if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Talk to us a little bit about your whole process with the the styling, you know, the wardrobe stylist and hair and makeup and all of that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So once I book in a client, we schedule our consult. So a 45-minute consult with them. We try to do that at least two weeks before the shoot to really get to, if I don't know them already, Rhode Island's a small place. So <laughs> a, a lot of my clients that come in either have come in before or uh, I've known them in, you know, other jobs I've done and stuff like that. But um, so I'll have my consult with them. And then two weeks before the shoot, they meet with my wardrobe stylist, Keely, who is awesome. And she'll oh, use- You use Keely? I do. Is this the same Keely? Yes, yeah, the same Keely. That Claire uses. Oh, yeah. she was on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Claire introduced me to her. So um, awesome. we've been working with each other for three years and she'll either meet people where they're at and work with what they have within their wardrobe. Or if they're up for renting, she helps them rent clothing on Rent the Runway, which is such yeah. an awesome experience for my clients. Yeah. And then hair and makeup. The day of, um, my hair and makeup artist is here. So Keely and the hair and makeup artist are here for the whole entire shoot. They're my, you know, second and third pair of eyes, and they're mm-hmm. just awesome. They're part of my hype team. They're they're essential to uh, the whole experience, and clients love love that part of it. Of you know, having a makeup artist and a wardrobe stylist is such a bonus, mm-hmm. and um, and they learn so much, and I learn so much. We all learn so much from each other, so mm-hmm. we have a really good time in here. And 
you know, I tell clients like, don't be nervous when you get here because it's going to be like, we're just hanging out. We're just chatting. We're talking about beauty secrets <laughs> or we're yeah, talking about yeah. life, life experience. Um, so it's just really nice when they get in here, if they're nervous, the minute they sit in the chair, they calm down. We're just, you know, I'm futzing around the studio, getting ready, chatting with Keely at the order of outfits. We do four, four outfits and for the longer shoots. And then, um, yeah, it's just a really good time. Awesome. Okay. Now, when it comes to the team, I know you said for corporate, you also incorporate your team. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had, so you, you know, c- people will always say that to me, like, okay, you charge per person, but do you also, does that include hair and makeup? And I'm like, no, I would not make money if that w- my per person included hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. Do you make it like a mandatory situation for corporate? Like, what if you have a team of 15 and they're like, no, we just don't want to do that part. Like, we just don't want the hair and makeup. Do you, will you do the shoot anyway? Or is it like, Nope, this is just part of it. Good question. I've done it without and it's not as great, you know? So now I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. If, you know, if that's, if you're going to hire me, that's just part of the deal. It it makes the experience better for everyone being photographed. It's something they don't Mm -hmm. normally experience. You know, a lot of people I feel like have PTSD from getting their headshots because it's like an assembly Uh line. It's like move through, move through, which is Mm -hmm. fine, but it's not what I'm offering. And I've had people come up to me and be like, I can't believe my company did this for me. You know, Mm -hmm. like this has been so cool and such a neat experience. Thank you so much. So it's non-negotiable at this point for me. Yeah. 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 And yes, you might lose jobs that way. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I have. (laughs) And I kind of go back and forth about this, about whether or not I'm going to make it mandatory. Yeah. And for smaller teams, I'm usually able to talk them into it. Yeah. For the larger ones, though, like what's the large, like the biggest number of of corporate, like of people in in a corporate shoot that you've done? Oh gosh. Uh, in 2022, we did probably like 150 or I don't know. It was a span over like three or four months, but we did a large number and it was touch up hair and makeup. So it was literally like five minutes in the chair. Yeah. Okay. Which is a way to get through it. Like you're going to have hair and makeup. Yeah. Not full. It was touch up. Yep. Yep. And then are you charging an extra fee for them to pay for them? Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So, so I, it sounds like we're similar then with this because that's what, because in my head, I'm thinking 150 people, like, I don't know how many, you know, females that would prefer a full face of makeup, whatever. Like, how would you even just the scheduling of that sounds like a nightmare. That's, yeah. that's the part that I struggle with the most is scheduling the time for the hair and makeup mm-hmm. portion of it. That's the part that does my head in. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. if I have eight people, I'm like, okay, how many people am I going to have? ready at one time if two people are in hair and makeup and da, 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 it's like my ADHD brain is like, ah, I cannot do it. Yeah. Um, so, so when you're saying it's non-negotiable, you're inclu- like, it might be just touch up hair and makeup that you're charging a set fee for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's how I do it too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just, I'm on day, let's see, I have one more day tomorrow of, I photograph 300 people every year, oh. the dental graduates. Yeah. And they pay the fee for my makeup artist to be there. And she assists me as well as doing touch-up hair and makeup. Mm, so That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it does. It makes a difference. She's, she's right there like for the, the f- spraying down flyaways and just things that in retouching can take a lot longer or like getting rid of shine or fixing lipstick, like just all the little things. 
oh, it really adds up having that having that extra. And they feel cared for. Yes. Like, Stephanie, there, I can't tell you, and I'm wondering if you've experienced this too, where they have, you know, Megan on one side, you know, we always ask first if, we, if it's okay to fix their hair and touch them. Like, Megan's on one side, like, ma- you know, just like making sure their hair, like gently like fixing flyaways or whatever. And I'm like fixing their necklace and they are just like <laughs> putty in our hands. They're like, wow, this is so great. Like, yes. It, like, thank you for doing this. Like, thank you for fixing my hair and telling me how to pose. And it's just a great experience. It makes a difference. Yeah. And they feel seen. I think that's the best yeah. part. They feel seen. They feel pampered. They feel like, mm-hmm you know, treasured, valued, like, oh my gosh, my company hired people to come in and like make me feel like a movie star, you know, and that can do so much for someone. And then you have a photo that shows these qualities in these people that like is shining because they've been taken care of. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. just, it's so important. And I believe, I believe everybody can have a good headshot. That's like one of my main missions in life is like, Everyone can have a good photo and, mm-hmm. and maybe you just haven't had the experience yet where you can get that. So, yeah. Yeah. I do. I have a lot of clients who have said to me, this is night and day compared to, you know, the ph- photographer that my company hired for everyone to just like to go through and just get a quick headshot yeah. versus what you just did for me. Yeah. And so if, if we can like convince those in charge that <laughs> like you said, it's a team bond, team building experience. It is any team that I've done this, like I'm thinking back to, um, it was actually a dental office, not totally different than what I'm doing now. This was out in Seattle mm-hmm. and he had all of his, uh, the dentist was, was a guy. He had all of his hygienists come in for, you know, hair and makeup. And there were one or two hygienists that were male and preferred not to have makeup or whatever, but mm-hmm. They were like, they closed down the office for half day. They had this two half days, actually, we ended up doing. They were like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> they went out after for happy hour. Like, it just was was very cool. Yeah. Very cool. That's really cool. Awesome. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about your marketing. Mm-hmm. How have I know you said Rhode, Rhode Island is small, <laughs> but how, how are you uh, getting people in the door? A lot of it is word of mouth. And that's what's so great about Rhode Island. People are talking about, you know, their experiences. And I've gotten a lot of people that are like, we hear you're the best, Steph. I I do a lot of (laughs) realtors. So they all, you know, they need headshots. So they're coming back um, Mm -hmm. and then talking. And then, you know, you see it in the local magazine and some of them put my name next to it. So it's, um, that's been a huge bonus for me. And we joke that Rhode Island is like one or two degrees of separation from everybody. (laughs) And when I first moved here 20 years ago, I'm originally from California, um, I started working for a local newspaper, the business newspaper. And so I was meeting, not only was I getting to know the state really well, I was driving into all different parts of the state. So I was learning how to drive in Rhode Island, which is so different from California. I remember it was like Mm -hmm. MapQuest. You had to print out your map back yeah. then and I remember oh, yeah. just like sitting in my car crying being like I don't know where I am but that's all changed and yeah. um so I met a lot of people that way and that's when I started to go off on my own and I was like oh I can start a business this way because I can do stuff on the side and people are like do, do you do other stuff and so that's how I got a lot of clientele so that's that sort of started my base and then mm-hmm. 
then when I went into just portrait work, then I had people that I had already photographed or I had known. And so, yeah. I just recently interviewed um, Stacy Ideas. Mm. And one of the questions that I asked her was, what happens when clients who used to pay $300 all of a sudden you're like, yep, so my session fee is $9.50 now. <laughs> or do you, you know, do you have past clients who are coming back to you? And, no. and how do you handle that? Yeah, I don't really. I think people know now that I'm not going to be the least expensive photographer, but they're going to get a good yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. So you have you had past clients that come back and you had to tell them your new pricing or do you feel like it just kind of you started over with a brand new clientele? Um It's funny. I had a woman in here from 15 years ago last week and she didn't say anything. I think she about the new pricing because <laughs> back yeah. then it was like 300 bucks for a couple hours and you know all the photos. But she's also in a different place, you know, she's head of um, DEI at a Ivy League college. And so she's like, I need to upscale my game. And yeah, so I think, I think people just understand. And it's so yeah. different. Like what I offer now is so different from what I was offering in the past. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in the, in like the real estate world, when you, you see your competitors that have these like gorgeous photos, <laughs> I feel like it makes other agents step up their game. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even if people aren't directly saying, oh yeah, you should get your photos, you know, by Stephanie and blah, blah, blah. Even just seeing in the same industry, other people's photos around town, I think that makes a big difference too. Whether or not they hire you or someone else, you know, but it, it, it really does. It's, totally. we have such a visual craft to market with that it makes it's just, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And so much for realtors, it's so important for them to have a good image of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. That's their face. That's the first impression people see of them. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are in elementary school and last year, so our, our schools are kindergarten through second grade and then it goes third through fifth grade for elementary. So two different buildings. And last year as a gift to the staff, I, cause you know, I used to be a school social worker. I know how hard they work. It is a thankless job. I was like, I'm giving everyone new headshots. And I did. I set up and whoever wanted yeah. to come in could get their new headshots. Awesome. Well, my kids are at the K-1-2 school. Well, one of my best friends is a fifth grade teacher at, you know, the other building. And she's like, Nikki, it was hilarious. Because when they would do these... Um, like all staff development for the for both buildings together and they were showing certain teachers or whatever their headshots cuz most teachers have the school shot you know photo and nothing against like some I don't mean to say that like the school photographer didn't do a great job with teachers or anything like that but there's just a at least in the photos that I took versus what they had it's a it's a pretty big difference mm -hmm. And so they'd be like, oh my gosh, like, why does Mrs. Smith have like glamour photos? How did she, how, why do they, like, <laughs> how do we get this, you know? And my best friend is like, well, one of my best friends, she's like, oh, just wait. Like her son's <laughs> going to be in third grade in our building for, you know, next year. And she's going to do it for us. And everyone's like, sweet. <laughs> and it, that's not to say I'm going to get all of these teachers as new clients, you know, but when people see that, they want it. It's just different. Yeah. So totally, totally. We have such a great way to market our craft when it's so visual. Totally. Yeah. So anyways, I was laughing when my friend told me that she was like, we're out to dinner and she's like, it's so funny. And I keep telling people, just wait, we're going to get it. <laughs> uh, anyway. 
Okay, so let's go back to packages. I know I said we were going to come back to that. Yeah. On your website, I noticed that it, in your frequently asked questions, it says, what if you just want the digitals? And yeah. then tell people what you say for that. Yeah, I tell them it's the same amount of work and time to produce a digital versus a print and it's the same price. Yeah. Okay, is that also for personal branding and corporate or do you do digital type packages for them? Like, how does that work? I do digital for personal branding corporate, yes. Okay. I don't do print, okay. yeah. yeah. That was what I was wondering. Yeah. So for when, so if you're doing some other sort of, like the 40 over 40 or yeah. maternity or, you know, whatever that is, then that comes with the prints yeah. regardless. Exactly. Okay. If it's a, if Got it's it. a, like a portrait session or 40 over 40, that includes prints and I have okay. folio boxes and now I'm offering albums. All right. And how, like if you were to do a breakdown, I know you said you do kind of mostly personal branding, but how many sort of por- regular portrait shoots are you doing as opposed to personal branding? I probably do the majority of my shoots are personal branding. And then, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but then the 40 over 40, uh, although this 40 over 40, I'm doing more, it's more personal branding and one outfit is for fun. Uh, okay. So I sort of swapped it, but. Okay. Oh, I like this idea. Of doing the 40 over 40, but for like personal branding headshots. Yeah. As opposed to just, not just, because that's super important too, but celebrating being a woman in your 40s. I'm 46. I'm there. Like, I love it. I love the idea of it. (laughs) But not every 40-year-old woman feels the need. Like, I've had so many people be like, why would I need photos of myself like that? But if they are in the business world, if they are an entrepreneur, if they're, they do need personal branding photos, which is why I love this genre so much because it is a need, not a want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's so fun. I love it. How do you market it? The personal branding or the 40? No, 40? the 40 over 40. I mean, it's, I titled it women with vision and that's a huge umbrella. Like, what does that mean? People are like, can I be a part of it? I'm like, yeah. You know, if you have a, <laughs> if you're a leader, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a new, new leader, you can be a part of this. Um, and I market it all on Instagram and word of mouth. And mm-hmm. um, I haven't done an ad, but I'm going to just because I need to get a few more before I finish the project. So what do you say about it? Like, okay, two questions. How do you, like, what do you say? Just like come in for your photo shoot? Like, how do you word it? And then two, what do they get for being part of it? And how much are they paying? Okay. So they get, it's a hundred dollars less than the normal session fee. So it's eight fifty. Okay. And then they get one image or $350 towards a collection. Mm -hmm. And then they get all the same things from a normal shoot that I offer. So wardrobe, styling, hair and makeup, consultation with me, the shoot, the reveal. And then I throw a party at the end of the project. So last, my last one was in April and these are, you can see the prints here are, you know, leftovers from the show. So we had the show in my studio, which was really fun. Awesome. Uh, And that was the best part because it's just so cool to see women bring their family and be excited and stand next to their photo or take a picture of their photo. Yeah. So it was just really cool and have them meet each other. So, and then how do I market it? Um, What do I say? I, I just say, you know, I want to empower people. I want to have women be confident in front of the camera, mark this time in their lives you know, I'm 46. So I'm, you know, I'm of the age of forties and knowing what it feels like Mm -hmm. and, and stop societal norms of like, you know, getting older is bad. Actually, it's pretty freaking awesome. And hell yes. Let's celebrate that, you know? Uh huh. Yeah. 
Awesome. Okay, very cool. Two more questions about pricing. One, do you know what your average sale is overall? Yeah, it's about 3500 3500 Okay. Yeah. So from 300 to 3500 That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then for when people come in, they get that one, one photo. Yeah. Are they, like, are you encouraging them to buy more? Do people ever just walk away with their one photo? What's that process? Good question. Yeah, it's rare. I've had maybe two people that have, like, been like, I just want two photos. But now I've, I've changed the way I talk about it in the consultation. So it's all about like, right, educating your client, you know, like Mm -hmm. we're putting all this time and all this effort. And so I asked like, do you see yourself getting, you know, a package, a album, a folio box? So I can sort of gauge, you know, or how much do they want in the end? And then, but Mm -hmm. often people say, I think I'm just going to get the first collection and they'll get, end up getting the second or the third, which is yeah, always yeah. a nice surprise. And it's just, it's like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it sounds like though you, you're setting the stage. So using yeah. the language around, you know, when you get your extra photos, do you prefer A, B, or C? Like, yeah. as opposed to, um, oh, you get your one free photo and no. it's going to be so great and blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. setting the stage and planting the seed that yes, yeah. you're going to buy more without yeah. being pushy or salesy or, you know. Yeah. And I don't, I used to put a la carte on my, on my pricing sheet and I don't anymore. I just, if they ask, I do, but I just say, these are my collections. So it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, this is what's, this is what I offer. Yeah. I don't do a la carte either. Yeah. I really haven't ever, maybe right at the beginning. Um, oh, I remember when I switched over. This was w- right at the beginning and I was giving out gift vouchers and someone came in and they wanted to, they used the gift voucher and then they just wanted to buy one. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> like you have to buy a package first. You can't just buy one, you know? And I was like, oh God, I messed yeah. that up because I did not educate them about that, that ahead of time. That was totally my fault. So I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. So I let them buy, obviously just buy the one. But from there, I was like, done and done. It's gone. Yeah. It's very obvious on my pricing that, you know, in addition to your package collection, if you want to add on more, this is what the price is, yeah. you know, for one, for three, for 15, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, this is really cool. I'm excited for you. Oh, thanks, Nikki. This has been fun. Yeah. If you were to compare you know, just your mindset from before when you were doing the kind of shoot and burn 300 and how you were feeling then to how you feel and just your mindset now, is there a significant difference? For sure. It felt more of like a grind (laughs) and now there's way more joy in it. And I think also because, you know, we're in the business of helping women feel seen and empowered Mm -hmm. and, I think I come to it with a lot of empathy, you know, my own personal life. I've had experiences where I didn't feel seen. And so I, when, when I notice that someone doesn't feel that way, feel seen or empowered, I'm like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. like I've got you, we've got you, we're going to make it an awesome experience. And I always say, this is an experience that goes beyond the photo shoot. And it really does. It transcends into, you know, these these people, everyone has qualities within themselves that either haven't been uncovered or they, they're not aware of, but we all hold these qualities. And so yeah. doing this 
experience of a photo shoot can really pull those out. And then you've got this image and or images that Mm -hmm. reflect these qualities. And you're like, damn, yeah, (laughs) you know, like that, that's me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's so different from when I first started. And, and I really attribute that to learning from Sue and the community. Like I've made Mm -hmm. the best friends, um, through Sue Bryce community and, you know, I meet with three women every Monday and we hold each other accountable. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love and to hear so that. it's, it just makes my life so much richer and mm-hmm. fun and joyful. And so, yeah, I'm really happy where I've landed. Oh, that's so fantastic. Yeah. We love hearing that. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Like it is education, of course, like the portrait system. I mean, there's like everything, you know, lighting. I don't, I know I'm preaching the choir to you, but business, lighting, selling, posing, pricing, self-value, like it's all there. But I think one of the the more powerful pieces too really is it's just the people that lift you up. Mm-hmm. You know, we have such cool people that have been with us for years. It's just so fun. It's so, it's just wonderful to make like lifelong friends. Yeah, <laughs> I have so many friends in the photography community now. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 So I love to hear that you and the other three women do that for each other. And yeah. Yeah, that's that's priceless. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Well, thank you for sharing all of this. I, I do have questions that I always ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is, what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? My team, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I had they, a feeling you are going to yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. They make it so much better in here. And yeah, no, I just appreciate them so much. And and what they do for me and the client. It's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? Mm, Oh my gosh. I love to cook. I love to be in nature. I love to, I love to move my body. I love being, that's a form of self-care for me is moving my body and being healthy and I, you know, I do all that. And then I, I love being with my family and being by the ocean. Rhode Island is tons of coastlines. So, you know, we spend a lot of time by the water, which is awesome. Oh, sounds so beautiful. Yeah. All right. Number three is what is a specific photography product that you would recommend to people? I mean, I love my pro photo lights and, and then my, um, what do you call it? The belt that you put your camera in. Oh, the camera. spider holster. Yeah. yeah. A lot so of people fun. say that. Love <laughs> yeah. my spider holster. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, what what pro photo lights do you have? I have the. They don't make them anymore. The B one Xs. I think that's what they okay. are. Okay. Yeah, they're they're the workhorses, but I love them. They just create such beautiful light. Okay. Cool. All right. And number four is what would you tell people who are just starting out? There are so many different types of photography, right? And I think that's mm-hmm. what was it was both great and hard for me when I was first starting out was I was working for a product photographer and I was working for, I was doing weddings and I was working for Mm -hmm. newspapers. So I got to really see all the different genres of photography. So if you're interested in photography, try stuff out, work for photographers, you know, assist, learn Mm -hmm. from them. I learned so much by assisting when I was first starting out and that really, you know, and then you can meet, you can find a niche that you really grab onto and then just find that niche and go for it. Cause Mm -hmm. for me, portrait, work has really been my jam. Like it's incorporated all the stuff I love about photography and working with people and yeah, find a niche and go for it. Oh, so great. 
I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Where can people find you online? Uh, StephanieEvans.com. It looks like Ewins. It's Stephanie, E-W-E-N-S. Um, but it's pronounced Evans. It's weird, I know. <laughs> um, oh, it is pronounced Evans. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And StephanieEvans.com. And then uh, on Instagram, I'm Stephanie.Evans.Photography. And I'm on Facebook too, but more on Instagram. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Normally, I ask people at the very beginning to pronounce their name, so I make sure 100% that I get it right. Yeah. And I forgot to ask you that. So, Stephanie Evans, even yeah. though it's E. It's like you wins, yeah. Or, sorry, E-W-E-N-S. So, yeah. make sure yeah. people know that. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Stephanie. This thank has been wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. You. Will you be going to um, WPPI and the Portrait Masters? Yes, because I won the free ticket Yay. at the costume oh, contest oh. last year. Woo-hoo. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. What were you? I, with my three girlfriends, who I call my photo wives, um, my accountability partners, we were Gilligan's Island. So I was Gil. Oh, I was um, okay. I was Julie Julianne. Yeah, uh, you know, red ginger. King. Gin. No, no, I was and, no, I was no. the one with the pigtails. Marianne. 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 I was Marianne, yeah. and then oh, that's awesome. Randy was Gilligan, and Carissa was Mrs. How? No. Ginger and Hyundai was Mrs. Hal. It was hysterical. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> I had to leave. I didn't get to go to the party because oh. I had our family camping trip that was starting the next morning. Oh, so I had to leave right. that night. So I had to miss the last party. Oh. I was bummed. But that's exciting. I'm glad you'll be there. I'll yeah. Give you a big hug when I see you. Awesome, Nikki. Thank you so much. Hey. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Stephanie. Right. Yeah. Take care. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.